0: Wherever podcasts are available.
1: You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi.
2: How are you? I'm
1: good. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm good. Good. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Oh, good. like so we oh we just went for a walk just went for a long well, we went walk. and got some fruit from the grocery mm-hmm. store and a pizza
2: mm-hmm. um yeah so we took B for a walk and mm-hmm. it was cute and i even put my little toes in the water oh yeah they went for a little
1: swim dip dip toe dip to- toe toe fo- foot club base foot club base makes an appearance again <laughs>
2: toe dip toe jam and toe dip <laughs> yeah that yeah. was gross i take that back what are you what are you reading what are you doing i don't know what i was reading last week i think i maybe if i was i reading her final words last week mm-hmm. i think i maybe mm-hmm. no you were talking you were
1: talking about that other book that was really good anonymous, an anonymous girls girl. so, yeah.
2: yeah i finished it it was good it was mm-hmm. a great good book i mm-hmm. would recommend but i'm reading her final words right now by brianna Lab- Labuski, something like sure. that maybe and uh that's all right Nice. It's about like a the. It's got like a cult vibe and a murder vibe and a investigative vibe. So, Hmm. in theory, it should be good.
1: Should be, yeah.
2: But I made the mistake of reading that, like, starting to read some reviews. Oh. And people were like, Mm -hmm. "It kind of falls flat with the ending," and Uh... I was like, "Ah, well." Do I just read something different? You know, but I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, just go
1: for it. What are you reading? I've just been catching up on life, so not a lot. I have not been reading a lot. So you're
2: reading your own autobiography.
1: Yes. I'm, li- I'm living my life.
2: <laughs> yes. 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 What are you listening to? Um,
1: Still, like, I have not been doing much. Are you literally just working? No. I thought this week was chill. No, it, it has been chill, but, oh. like... So have I been at home like oh, I've just, just been like decompressing. Yeah. That's big good. time.
2: Good. I love that for you. Yeah. It's important. Yeah, it is. Good. Cool. So, um, yeah.
1: Sorry, I'm very boring this week. but It's
2: all good. Nope. Maybe next week. I was listened to this week. Something was wrong. Did you? I did too. Yeah. I'm so pissed at Tiffany for that cliffhanger ending. Yeah. I was like pumped and ready to find out the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. She's like, and I had to text her, like, get this guy in my house. So I was like, what? Right. Yeah. 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 So that's good.
1: Like a little cliffy, hanging. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. 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 I don't. Yeah, I've got really nothing else to talk about either.
1: Okay. Well, we, we have one more. We have one babe. What's her name? Crystal. What's up? Hey. hey.
2: Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um i love this book
1: <laughs> okay i like it too i
2: love this book so far it's like for what it is because we yeah. we're kind of just talking about that yeah mm-hmm.
1: i like yeah i like it for what it is yeah mm-hmm. it's good mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. be good yeah i'll start it off yes you do i have a note Chantal
0: are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back
2: <laughs> Did you record any of my chapters for me this week?
1: No, not not this week. Dang. No, sorry. Okay. Oh, it seems like there's so much has happened now that I'm going all the way back to the beginning I, of these chapters. Yeah, I
2: read it early in the week. Did you?
1: No, I... Well, I finished up this morning, but I started it earlier in okay. the week. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So I am I'm. I'm don't even really know what's going on. on. What happened?
1: <laughs> okay, so we're back at the party at... The Goods House. Wow, that was a long yes, time ago. it was. Um, Libby, uh, Nora introduces Libby to Shepard, and she's literally just as like, wow, he's super hunky hot. Mm-hmm, Libby mm-hmm. is thinking that. And she's trying really hard and obviously to be a wing woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nora is feeling like the magic of his personality and his like, appearance has worn off Mm. but before she can convey that to libby libby pieces out again (laughs) typical um we find out that charlie and shepherd are cousins that was a little twisty twist Mm -hmm. and even and even works with charlie's dad yeah yeah she's like trying to get out of there being like he's still not understanding her like witty Mm and sarcasm yeah and all that stuff like they're just not vibing no there's no vibing anymore No, no she's like i gotta go and he's like i need to take you for a ride a trail ride and she's like okay his name is shepherd yeah shepherd yeah
2: you know what is good though shepherd's pie you don't like shepherd's pie (laughs)
1: shit i love shepherd's pie i hate that Mm, what what is not to like about it i don't okay so if there was no vegetables in it i'd probably just meat meat. and potatoes and gravy but you like carrots but i don't like finding that in my mashed potatoes okay it's like the texture of finding something hard in your mashed potatoes yeah
2: hey i'm not one to talk about food (sighs) or like a pea
1: like you know if they put the like if you put the frozen mix in that's how i had it growing up and not just like carrots or corn or whatever yeah yeah. if you got a pea in your mashed potato and it like kind of burst it wasn't for you so we usually mix like the vegetables in with the meat oh my parents would my mom would go like the meat Uh a layer of the like shake on the frozen whatever and then potatoes on top
2: okay interesting yeah, we mix the veggie in with mm. the meat. And mm. sometimes, just for fun, I'll put some taco seasoning in there. Oh. Because I like the way that
1: Mexicali tastes. I like the
2: way that it tastes <laughs> with ground beef. With some gravy on top, even. Whoa. Yes. Uh, That's
1: a fusion. Yes. <laughs> that is a fusion if I ever heard it.
2: <laughs> yeah, watch out. yeah there's a lot going on there yeah that's a lot to unpack that is it's really good though yeah okay okay all (laughs) right
1: okay so she is now Nora can't shake the thought of charlie at all like he's in her brain Mm -hmm. he's in there um and the fact that she almost kissed his cousin oh no
2: (laughs) she's like actually really upset about that yeah
1: she's like taking that very hard when she didn't even know that they were no Anyway. Cousins, no. Uh, Nora's wandering. She's, like, I gotta... She's feeling suffocated, almost, mm-hmm. and, like, overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the thought of Charlie. And she, so she wanders around, and there's no... She's noticing a lot of um, art on the wall, and they are Sally's paintings. Mm-hmm. And Sally is announced by the smell of her marijuana. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Sally... It talks about herself and her life about her art and how like um Nora's like you you're just a normal person. I yeah. don't understand how you're so good at this kind of thing yeah. and Sally's just yeah it explains, she explains her whole life and that kind of thing blah 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 um she lived in Italy Sally lived in Italy and she ended up in New York, which is interesting mm-hmm. um so they understand the new york lifestyle and that prompts nora to ask her if she misses the city Mm -hmm. um and sally explains to her that it's nice to settle she did end up um selling a painting she had been really hustling right and she ended up selling one painting and it changed her whole life but she realized it was like a game so she had it in the palm of her hand right. so she's explaining to Nora-, yeah. Nora that it's not really as it as it seems right. being quote unquote famous um then Libby comes over and is starting to talk about their mom and how she was always exhausted um because of living in the city and Mm -hmm. having to like hustle to make things work because she was determined to be an actress anyways I don't know I'm explaining too much more than I need to this (laughs) is gonna be so long um Nora it seems like they both have very different perspectives of how things transpired in their childhood so Nora's like yeah I remembered hard times but like we always got through it and there was some sort of magic to it and like we always turned it into a good time Mm -hmm. a positive note and Like, she
2: has a really good memory also of the city and yes. her mom, right? Yes, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, and Libby's just like, no, she was miserable. She worked all the time, and she worked herself to the bone, just like you, Nora, which... Mm. And she's like, haven't you seen that this trip is yeah. like an intervention? Like, open your eyes, essentially. Yeah. So there are kind of, like, tensions arising here. Yeah. Um, As soon as Libby says that, and the shame hits Nora Mm -hmm. immensely. Um, She's, like, devastated that Libby sees her the same way as her clients does and do and her work does. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, so she's like, I got to be alone. She's having a panic attack, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. Um, So she ends up in a room, and it's full of books and a race car bed (laughs) Ah, there we
2: go (laughs) a handmade
1: wood race car bed which is really sweet yeah um all these books are like thrifted and like kind of have character to Mm -hmm. them let's Mm -hmm. just say um and it reminds her of freeman's and how she used to think um freeman was like their dad and helped raise them Mm -hmm. it was their only constant in their life yeah um she's starting to feel she describes it as tender in my chest um the person I love the most doesn't trust me she's really fixating on that Um, which
2: I think would
1: be like
2: life-changing yeah like it would be it's part of her identity right to Mm -hmm. be almost these two people Mm -hmm. with her work versus like her sister and then to have her sister not perceive her the way that she thought she would be that would be shocking
1: yeah 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 no true true
2: like imagine if all of a sudden justin said to you like uh if what's something that you like like he said like you're so selfish or something it would be you're like you're the opposite of selfish well i'd say yeah i know i am no true true (laughs) true 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 (gasps) i don't know i just i understand no no, i totally understand what you're saying oh yeah that would be yeah yeah. But and, again, and if he's like, you've always been that way, and mm-hmm. you're like, you've thought this all
1: along? Yeah.
2: Like, what? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
1: Yeah, so she's devastated about that. And then another surprise, Charlie. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing in here? What are you
2: doing in here? What are you doing in here? It's my room. <laughs> So Charlie comes into the room and he's asking Nora what happened because he can obviously tell that she is in a state of distress. Um, they have some banter, as they do, and he's like, what are you doing in here? And he asks her like these options and then says, a competitively fast oil change, <laughs> which I fucking love. It's so,
1: so good. So
2: good. And so that kind of like snaps Nora mm-hmm. out of it and she laughs and she's kind of like how do you always do that like saying the right thing and he's like i never say the right thing like they're kind of chain like Mm -hmm. helping each other see uh, yeah
1: the truth of themselves exactly exactly
2: um she tells charlie that she's always felt like the wrong kind of woman um and that dusty is right and even her sister thinks so too and charlie and Nora end up sort of like in an embrace like they're hugging he's comforting her he ends up telling her that she gives 100% of herself and she won't do something if she can't give that which makes her like a great person to have on your side and on your team Mm -hmm. he also notices that she always read the last page first which was super cute I loved that he's been like watching her Mm -hmm. he says that she's a fighter he's just like really talking her up because she is down in the dumps. And then Charlie starts telling Nora about how that like go with the flow attitude, like his mom and his sister aren't really all that great, Mm -hmm. and the way that he does that is by explaining a little bit of his background. Mm -hmm. So he says that people really didn't approve of his family, um, his dad isn't his real dad, and that when... His mom and his stepdad got together. She was already pregnant, and he was engaged, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of drama mm-hmm. around that. Um, and he says that he found out that his dad wasn't his actual dad in grade five by some kids at school. Yeah. Which is
1: rough. No, that is. Like, yeah. oh my god. I did feel for him, though. That was awful. <laughs> Super that would be sad. Awful. Yeah. yeah.
2: So she, Nora has been trying to figure Charlie out and she finally thinks that she's kind of got a more concrete vision of him. A quote who he, Charlie is someone who wants to understand the world, but has learned not to trust it, which Mm -hmm. makes kind of like sense. His point is that being the magical free spirit really isn't all that is cracked up to be. Um, And then he says, if you're the wrong kind of woman, then I'm the wrong kind of man. Yeah, they're in love. Yeah, obviously. Honestly. Um, Nora then says to Charlie, which is maybe the biggest compliment I've ever heard in my life, but she says, quote, I think you're one of the least disappointing people I've ever met. (laughs) That's so cute. If someone said that to you, you'd be like, oh, you're welcome. I'm so happy to not be disappointing you. Um, There's a lot of lingering going on between them, and then guess what? Nora's fucking phone goes off. Typical. Um, Libby has texted her and said that they're leaving. Sally has a number for Libby on a piece of paper, which she gives to Nora to pass along to Libby. Then at this point, Nora takes a photo of the number Mm -hmm. and texts it to Libby saying this is from Sally and then just like shoves it in her bag. Mm -hmm. And then now they're in the car going home, and Nora's trying to sort through everything going on with Libby in her head, and she is just sort of reflecting on how calming it was to be in Charlie's arms. So he's offering her some solace. I
1: guess. Yeah. Which is... I like that they can comfort each other, and it seems so natural, Mm -hmm. like, instinctive for Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. Nora's meeting Charlie at the library while Libby is arranging stuff at the bookstore. Mm -hmm. Um, All morning, things had felt strained with Libby. Like, they've had an unspoken argument and they're both pretending that nothing's wrong. Um, But as soon as she um, enters the library, everything eases and... It feels better because she's with all the books. Um, She finds that Charlie's already there um, and she's not used to being late. And we find out that Charlie actually ends up editing here on Saturdays. So it's kind of his routine anyways.
2: And she's not late. Mm -hmm. He's early. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, They're like perfect for one another. Yeah. And then she gets a text from Brendan again. Hmm. and it says are you girls still having fun Mm -hmm. and then everything she just feels anxiety Mm
2: -hmm.
1: right away she starts having a big spiral she's like that's weird that's weird (laughs) and then her response is is everything okay his response definitely (laughs) exclamation mark (laughs) exclamation mark exclamation mark
2: sound sounds accurate yeah
1: oh he's really selling it (laughs) they are starting to edit they're starting work and they are end up having like a lot of the same notes on character development um and charlie's enjoying watching someone be really good at their job Aww, that's cute charlie asks her what did libby think about you passing on your dream job mm-hmm. of being an editor we find out that libby doesn't know she did not know next question <laughs> move on from that real quick um they both have Im- opposing ideas though about nadine's character in the book um but once of course once charlie explains himself yeah shit he's right yeah um and then they're talking about nadine aka they're talking about nora and they're saying he's saying like Nadine shouldn't have given up on acting Mm, mm -hmm. I want to see her happy Mm -hmm. um so now all of a sudden she feels like they're switching roles complementing Dusty while Nora trims and like so the roles have reversed in that in that sense
2: yeah it yeah it's interesting yeah Mm -hmm. their dynamic is Mm -hmm. switching and yes they're getting along yes
1: they're getting along very well and they're Mm -hmm. editing this book and then she just drops a p.s i met your cousin (laughs) super cash Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in fact charlie was wondering if he was saving a cat helping an old lady or shirtless watching a car (laughs) (laughs) yep but in all seriousness um nora says like I knew if I had known, like she's adamant, if I had known, I wouldn't have gone out with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, like, what's and also what's going on with your ex? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like a I give you my answer and then deflect. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like, nothing, nothing's going on. Um, And then, like, who plans a visit to talk and because of the time. Yeah, in the library. In the library. And. Nobody talks about, like, no one makes a plan to talk. Yes. Exactly. So um, we find out that it was to clear the air, um, just like some small town stuff that was going on, Mm -hmm. and that it's none of Nora's business, essentially.
2: Nice. Love that.
1: She calls it, they're viciously trading support for each other. So, for each other's romantic lives. So, they're like, it's none of my business. Yeah. No, it's none of my business. Yeah. You do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. You do what makes you happy, like, and more like that. Awkward. Yeah. yeah. They just like each other. I know. I know. So, Nora brings up the confidence and says, I just want to be here with you and not worry what comes next. Mm-hmm. She's done brushing things off. She's going to be straightforward. Um, charlie tells her that what if i know that things can't go anywhere like this isn't going to turn out into anything um she says i told you i don't care and then they have a steamy smooch session and he is like not here we gotta go
0: they gotta
2: go nora ends up leaving the library with shaky legs from her encounter with charlie damn um libby has sent photos of the progress she has made with good books sally can be seen in some and she's obviously very happy about what's going on so that's fun number 12 baby i think um nora is late meeting libby at papa squats um but she tells libby that she'll be right there then she has to make a quick phone call first so she finds the number that shepherd gave her in her bag and when she calls it it is not Shepherd. Uh-uh. It is a lawyer's office. What? And that's when Nora realizes that she called the number that Sally was giving to Libby.
1: Eek.
2: And I that's when Nora starts to spiral thinking that Libby is needing a divorce lawyer and she asked Sally for one. Eek. I think she's having like mm-hmm. this like why wouldn't she talk to me? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. she ask me? I can mm-hmm. help her like that's go
1: right to mm-hmm. the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and suddenly she feels like she's back in the apartment after their mother had died and Libby was falling apart as if she can't do anything, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, so (laughs) suddenly she's back in the apartment after their mother died and Libby was falling apart. They were both falling apart together. Mm -hmm. It sounded awful. Uh, One night, Libby is particularly upset and she confesses to Nora that she doesn't want to be here anymore. And so Nora takes her to California and that's the California trip that we've been hearing about. Um, they go to the beach, they sprinkle some ashes. Libby didn't cry for a whole week straight, and Nora thought that that was a triumph. Um, however, on the plane ride home, she burst into tears, and the flight attendant slipped them both booze, <laughs> um, which is why she drinks gin to this mm-hmm. day, which was an interesting little mm-hmm. callback to the yeah. drinks at the bar. Um then once, th- also the California trip was the last trip that they took, and the last trip that Nora has taken. When Libby met Brendan, she felt like Libby was finally okay, and so now that she's contacting a divorce lawyer, this is not good. Mm-hmm. She realizes Libby might be upset that she works so much because maybe Libby actually needed Nora, and that's why she wanted to right. go on this trip. Um, and Nora starts coming up with a checklist of how they're going to deal with the separation. Classic Nora. Of course. Um, when they get, when she gets to Papa Squat, <laughs> Libby tells Nora that she's figure out, figured out how she's going to save the bookstore, and it consists of a fundraiser. But not just any old fundraiser, a fundraiser, like in Once, called the Blue Moon Ball. Oh, yeah. snap. Dang, dang. Which is actually a really great idea. Yeah. Um... And then Nora is like, yeah, okay, sounds good. And everything is pretty much arranged, except Libby and Sally are hoping that Dusty might do a Q&A? Question <gasps> um, mark. And Nora is not sure about this. She doesn't want to ask her client for a favor. That feels wrong to Nora, because she's not that type of person. But she will do anything to see her sister happy.
1: Mm-hmm. So she gets a hold of Dusty. And we find out that Dusty's never actually been to Sunshine Falls but she ran yeah but she randomly drove through it once (laughs) asking a client a favor makes her feel funny Mm -hmm. um this means she has to admit essentially everything and why she where she is and that she's not in the city and that she has a sister
2: true and that she's working with charlie (laughs) true (laughs) Um, that if i were dusty i'd maybe feel a little like betrayed like you're working with charlie you're in sunshine falls yeah why wouldn't you tell me any of this yeah
1: yeah Yeah. um she explains the backstory and the fundraiser plan um and that they want to do an online book club that's us yeah um like sorry the backstory of the store not like the backstory of why nora ended up in sunshine falls
2: yes (laughs)
1: I don't think I need to. I whose, house <laughs> whose house is this? Whose house is this? Anyways, all that matters is that Dusty agrees to join.
2: Woohoo! That would actually be sick.
1: Mm-hmm. So now, of course, she's just got to dig deeper, Nora, and she asks Brendan what's going on. <gasps> and she doesn't get a response
2: oh too bad he didn't just text back nothing exclamation mark exclamation, hey,
1: exclamation mark. honestly so everybody's busy getting ready um her and charlie are laying low and like doing like sneaky little kisses in hallways and all that kind of stuff bad.
2: they're like little teenagers yes
1: they are um but of course. Now that she's got Charlie, she can't stop about can't stop thinking about Libby and Brendan. They go on a Target run. Oh yes, this is so cute. This though. is cute. Um, they go to Target run. They end up getting a tent, and they do have a very sweet moment here mm-hmm. while they're setting up the tent. Um, they're like hyping each other up, I guess, through this whole yeah like, trip to Target and setting up and everything like this.
2: I was thinking it's, like, their dynamic, it's almost as if they've both finally met, like, an equal. Mm hmm But in more ways than one, like, Mm -hmm. even with how neither of them are typically vulnerable, but they're Mm -hmm. slowly opening up, and instead of the other person, like, judging them, they're both understanding each Mm -hmm. other more, but it's easy for them to understand because it's so much like themselves, right? Yeah. So it's this very cool... Mm-hmm. So I understand why you're yes. acting like little teenagers. Yeah. Kind of cute.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it just it just makes sense. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Um Charlie is being vulnerable and he tell explains to Nora that his parents don't want him here.
2: Ooh, mm-hmm. that's a shitty feeling.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're disappointed in him for not coming back after college essentially right back, for going to new york yes, yeah for staying in new york mm-hmm. and not working for one of their businesses yeah and nora does make a point like well you are working for one of them um but the dad is like very handy mm-hmm. and so is Shepard. Mm-hmm. and i think that that makes charlie feel like very well, he he says like he doesn't belong here. Yeah, he feels inferior. Yeah, he feels inferior.
2: Comparison is the thief of joy, baby.
1: Yeah, for real though. For real. Oh my God, so much.
2: Sometimes I have to just say that saying in my head when I'm like on Instagram.
1: Same here. <laughs> but all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. That's exactly what Charlie is feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's. Instead of being like, yeah, I do work for one of them, and they do feel happy about that. Yeah. She said, he says, all I can do is run the bookstore. I can't fix my parents' house. I yeah. can't do all of these things. Well, that's a shit he doesn't feeling. feel what he says. I don't feel like I'm enough. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, not good. So then I'm like wondering, is he? Are they insinuating that Shepherd is actually? A son, and he's a half brother, not a cousin, because they were like he. Was, Nora realized in that moment that Cliff, the dad, yeah. and Shepard look a lot alike, right? I and he know. was engaged before. Shepard was well. Cliff was engaged before.
2: Oh yes! Wow. Okay, never thought about that.
1: I don't know if that's what she they were trying to insinuate, but it doesn't really come back up.
2: No, that is really weird.
1: She tells him. That he's like a good contract, sexy as hell and irresistible, <laughs> and also, what's up with your ex? Like, what's yeah, going on now yeah. that she's got him talking?
2: Yeah, she's going to keep him. They're talking. lying in the tent yes, together. This is, yes, the, yeah. the...
1: I can imagine, yeah. like, the sun coming through yeah, the leaves it's like and nice. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we're keeping on the train of vulnerability, he explains to her that charlie followed his ex to new york Mm -hmm. um and that when she wanted to go home he did not he found himself in love with the city their miscommunication though i was reading
2: that like oh my god yeah
1: Yeah. they did not yeah lack of communication yeah she just
2: assumed he would want to come back he just assumed that she She would want to stay exactly how does that Mm-hmm. Like wait, wouldn't she be like when we move home? Yeah. and he would be like wait, wait a minute. Right? Sorry,
1: we need to have this conversation. You yeah. would think. I don't
2: know. That yeah, would be
1: weird. Um, but a few weeks after they break up, she starts dating Shepherd. Ooh. So that is what, and it was a big mess. It was very messy, yeah, a awkward. Um, and he didn't know until he came back at Christmas time, and it was yeah, it's dramatic yeah, as you know.
2: Sounds very dramatic. Yeah.
1: Um, so that in fact, that was the reason why they met up on the Friday. She wanted to apologize how things ended and saying that I was a boring person, which then turns into a whole nother thing. Um, That was one of the things he's been very self-conscious of being a quote-unquote boring person. Who likes routine. Who exactly likes things in order and all that kind of stuff. And that was what she said when he she left him, mm-hmm. there was a big fight mm-hmm. and she said something along the lines, I don't want my day to be the same every, every day. Every day. Yeah. Um, and then he's she's like, Oh, well, that's it. Like that was the deal breaker or whatever. And I mean then he's like, Well, plus she wanted kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the deal breaker.
2: Yeah, I thought it would be a pretty big deal breaker.
1: But surprise, surprise, Nora doesn't want kids either. So they're in love. They're in love um so then of course uh, Nora blurts out that she thinks Libby's getting a divorce they're being like they're just putting it all out there all the cards are on the table they're out there um and they just comfort each other essentially and say she leaves off saying I'll go anywhere you go
2: that's cute yeah I love that now that we know some other stuff what an interesting thing for her to say
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like Nora can't live in Sunshine
2: Falls forever
1: I don't think she can no I wonder what the compromise will be maybe (sighs) there'll be a compromise
2: okay so the camp is set up and revealed to Libby as a surprise I think she had a Mm -hmm. blindfold not even um, and Libby is very excited. Mm-hmm. She thanks Nora and Nora, I love this. I hope I can explain properly, but she thanks Nora and Nora says to Libby, anything for you? And then she looks over at Charlie and she mouths a thank you to him and he mouths back anything for you. Which is just cute because yeah. finally she has someone to help support her yeah. Yeah. after having to be the one to like mm-hmm. support right true like it's so nice to have someone who says it back yeah um so it is hot molly's with charlie it is on they are talking and when they're not talking they're emailing and when they're not emailing they're texting they're doing it Mm -hmm. well not they're actually they're actually not doing it (laughs) they
1: gotta wait for the perfect time
2: (laughs) but they're chatting um and they also get the last pages of frigid So, that's exciting. So, then Charlie brings over the wood.
1: For real. (laughs) Literal Literally. Not figuratively. I
2: mean, (laughs) he cannot bring over the figurative wood. True. I think he's attached to him. True. (laughs) Okay, so he brings over the wood and some stuff for s'mores. And they have a cute little fire. And Libby tells him that she likes him. Which is good. Mm -hmm. That's exciting for Nora. Mm -hmm. Um, Charlie and Nora are both loving the the frigid book they decide that the cat is gonna stay yeah um charlie ends up telling nora that sometimes he doesn't finish the last chapter of books because he hates endings which i thought was so like telling of a person yes yeah like talking about how he hasn't read the very end of like book series Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want it It to 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 be over yeah um yeah that was sweet yeah and just so interesting yes i could not do that no but I do know the feeling of not wanting something to yeah. be over, right?
1: No, for sure. I, it really illustrated the that feeling. Yes.
2: And also that Nora reads the last line of every, mm-hmm. like... Every book. That's yeah. different, right? Yes. Um, Nora realizes that she's in this state of not wanting things to end, but wanting to know how it ends, which would also be very weird. Um, Nora feels like she had self-control um, but just never exposed herself to something that she really wanted because she's thinking about how the relationships haven't been like this before. So she just never really was with somebody who she liked. Yeah. Um, and she realizes that she has two more weeks in Sunshine Falls until the quote, we've agreed to not discuss, end quote, begins. Mm. Dot dot
1: dot. <laughs> um they're heading to dinner at papa's who papa Squats. who libby and nora sorry <laughs> charlie too and then libby says i want to invite charlie ah, <laughs> um nora thinks she's like fuck she's on to us she thinks she, she libby knows but i mean like <laughs> exactly <laughs> but then she gets a surprise work call from sharon the editor libby's Pissed, mm-hmm. um, and she makes it known that she is not happy. um Does
2: Nora take the call? I can't remember. Yes, yeah, she, she does. Yes,
1: yeah, she takes the call. She's like, "I got. It. I'm taking it. I'm taking it." Because she hadn't yeah. heard
2: from Sharon in yes. a long time. Yeah,
1: and it's after, like, it's later in the evening. Right. So she was worried that there was something actually wrong. wrong. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, that was how the conversation started. Like, is everything okay? Um, and it turns out that sharon has heard that there's an editor position Mm. opening up in um their firm Mm -hmm. and charlie says that you're amazing Mm -hmm. Hmm. are you interested nora's like cannot compute yeah she says yes blurts it out yes and then she's like what did i just do um and then she's like I'd like to think about it. Yes, I'd like to think about it.
2: (laughs) Well, the Sunshine Falls, like, impulsive version of Nora is like, yes. But the actual, like, Nora Mm -hmm. is like, I need two days to think about it. (laughs) Yes, yes,
1: exactly. After that phone call, her mind feels like an FBI corkboard. I appreciated Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Everything finally spills over for Nora and Libby. Um, They have a back and forth. You said this... You said that argument. of
2: kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Imagine being Charlie. Yeah. Like, isn't he just standing
1: there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're keeping things from me, and I can't help you if you don't tell me what's going on. Beep. Turns out that Libby doesn't actually want her help. uh uh-uh. She doesn't want to be another excuse for Nora not to have a life. Um, and this is when it all comes out. Of Nora as well, and she said, "If my life was my career, I'd be an edit, an editor." And then Libby goes, "Night, night." She passes out. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's too much. Yeah, it's too much. It's too
1: much on it's a pregnant it's... woman or a uh, woman.
2: But <laughs> I feel like Nora's stung, right? So she's like, "Fine, fine. We're doing this. We're doing this." Mm-hmm. Um, Nora catches Libby and screams for help Charlie rushes in he pulls his car up and they take her to the hospital Charlie is comforting Nora so he's taking control which is her usual role it feels unfamiliar to her but really good Mm -hmm. Um, she remembers Mm -hmm. that she would only cry when she was safe in her mother's arms and at the funeral she realizes she was waiting for her mother to hold her but it never came Which is why she hasn't cried since then. That's fucking sad. Mm -hmm. Nora is upset that she isn't in control of everything that's happening at the hospital with Libby. And she can't do anything to help. And we also find out that Charlie doesn't like hospitals. I was wondering if this could be important in some way. Mm -hmm. Or if it was just one of those, like, Mm -hmm. some people just don't like like hospitals hospitals kind of thing. Um... But this is the hospital that saved Charlie's dad. Mm-hmm. So the doctor comes out and Nora is spiraling. She's thinking worst case scenario. She says pulmonary embolism, which I put a question mark beside mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was wondering if maybe that's what their mom died of.
1: Oh, maybe. Yeah. And
2: that's True. like why she's like oh. freaking out about Libby. True. That would suck. Mm hmm. Um and the doctor comes out and also like Charlie knew the doctor and he made things happen and it yep. was great. Libby is anemic <laughs> and she also was in her previ- previous pregnancy too, but she didn't tell Nora either time. And this is shocking to Nora; mm-hmm. she can't believe this. Um, Charlie has shown up for Nora and it's very cute. And Libby is ready to now see them because mm-hmm. the, she hadn't seen them yet.
1: Mm-hmm. Essentially, Nora walks in and is like, the fuck was that about? Yeah. And Libby's kind of apologetic. She didn't tell her because she didn't want her to worry. Um, And then Nora explains that she's always first in her eyes. And that makes Libby feel guilty. Um, She's feeling guilty about her having to give up, having feeling like she had to give up her dreams for her. It makes her feel incapable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, It sounds like Libby has been in therapy Mm -hmm. (laughs) the way that they talk. She talks about her mom. I feel like. Yeah. Um, So Nora's very feeling very because she's obviously talking about the mom. um, Nora's very confused by Libby's truth. um, And she doesn't want Libby doesn't want um, Nora to fix things. She just wants somebody to listen sometimes and be like, that sucks and not fix everything yeah. and also um p.s i eat meat
2: <laughs> i forgot they were vegetarians yes, until that came out yeah. And i was like wait what yes. oh right
1: yes, yes. <laughs> so they kind of are like um at Amens and Friends on, but I think it's funny that Nora's like, "What the fuck? You've been making me a vegetarian for the last ten years, and you didn't tell me." <laughs> yeah, um, but then essentially, Libby's like, "I gotta go. I gotta get back to work." She's mm-hmm. on the move. She meets up with Charlie at I think at the bookstore, and she is asking um, what the deal is with the spa. <laughs> the spa Mm -hmm. and the curl up and die yeah Uh, (laughs) and she's asking is it supposed to be a scream or like an uh like relief and then she he charlie then tells her that it was used to be called the g spa so he (laughs) assumes it's the uh (laughs) (laughs) the g spa (laughs) omg they're eating up the end of the book um and oh sorry they're reading together which is cute like they're reading this in the bookstore together Mm -hmm. um and she's feeling like she never wants her favorite books to end and how the ending is never really the way she wants it to be Mm -hmm. um that's why she always reads the last page to check for proof that there's beauty in life where things go wrong because she's feeling Like, that's her life. Mm -hmm. And she's searching for that beauty. She's making it. She's made the realization, though, that she won't have everything again with the loss of her mom. Mm -hmm. But maybe I will have enough someday that I won't ache and it won't be so bad. Yeah. She just doesn't want to feel broken. Yeah. Yeah. They really want the best for Nora. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Nora. Um, They both agree that the ending, though, is perfect in the end. I didn't go into the detail of the frigid book. There's cats. Nadine doesn't, doesn't, gets hit by a car. Yeah, and
2: doesn't um, Charlie say that he's her cat or something? Yes. Like yeah. like she was like, nobody's going to believe that the cat came back yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like,
1: yeah, yeah, it would. yeah, I'm using this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um cute. This is all during a story. There's a storm going on, by the way. And the lights go out. And he's like, I should lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> But then I thought it was going to be like spicy at that point, but they get into some deep stuff. Nora's telling him that I've never met somebody that I've connected with so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlie drops the bombshell that he's not going back to New York, which is why things cannot progress.
2: Perfect time
1: to drop that. <sighs> of course. Although he was probably like, fuck, I got to tell her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently, he's already emailed Libby about his apartment and that it was always going to be hers. And that's why he agreed to it. But also, that's so cute. Yeah, I know. Um, And also, another bombshell, it's his job that she is being offered. Essentially, he's given up everything in his life because he needs to stay. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, Do we know what he's going to do to, like, make money? I don't know yeah because then he's like i don't know if it's in this chapter in one of your chapters he's spiraling about like the store is not going to last another six months and my mom is trying to take care care for my dad my dad won't let me care for him right yeah um and he tells her that you've always had me and i never stood a chance and she feels like they're right where they belong
2: (laughs) okay I took very short well, notes.
1: Well, I don't think that we need to go into too much detail because <laughs> no, it was pretty... Just... It's all
2: just them doing it.
1: Finally. Fourth, fourth time's finally a term.
2: Yep, yep. Um, I took a few notes. He tells her that they should have been doing this since they met, um, which is funny <laughs> and a great compliment. She really doesn't want this to end, which is a nice little parallel. They're kind of on the same mm-hmm. page. And then I wrote down this little quote about I think this was one of Nora's thoughts mm-hmm. while well, this is all happening. I have never been so glad for someone to see straight through me to read me like a book. Mm-hmm. Aw, that's cute. Yeah. And they're just fucking.
1: Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. They're <laughs> doing it
2: in the dark.
1: In the dark. Are in you the afraid dark.
2: of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? No, it's it. the lights are off. Yeah. Are, are you of afraid the of the dark? dark? No, not right now. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, let's get out of here. Okay, let's go skiaddle Let's go, go sit and on the patio. The day, yeah. Okay, goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations, or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod.